Hey, what's going on guys? Captain Carlos here with Maria Fishing. Um, sorry it's been a little bit since we connected here on the podcast, but we're back into it today. And today I want to talk to you about light tackle dredge fishing, but more in depth, we're going to go into if you want to target more tuna and mahi or dolphin, uh, as we call them here locally, we're going to really go into that today. Okay. Um, especially for the guys that are fishing off of center consoles. You know, you don't have the, the Buku bucks to run a, a sporty. Um, we're going to go into a little bit more depth for you guys to help you out as well. So uh, for those of you that are just joining us for the podcast for the first time, um, I've been dredge fishing here for 20, 20 to 30 years. First got into it um, back in high school, built my first kind of daisy tane slash dredge out of CDs, um, compact disc for those of you that don't know what that is, um, and kind of rigged it out with just some stainless wire in line with an inline lead and deployed it and came and gave off a lot of flash and kind of like a jerry rig, you know, makeshift deal, but it worked. I mean, we caught sailfish, dolphin, tuna, kingfish, all kinds of stuff with it. So nowadays, obviously the evolution of dredge fishing has evolved tremendously and you can pick out baits that, I mean, look identical to the bait fish that are in the water, um, except you don't have the stench, you know, which some people still like that you know the the natural scent obviously um but as far as action flash vibration all that um i mean they they've come out with some some crazy stuff we you know with our own fishing tackle company have got some some pretty mental baits that you know are kind of taking the market by storm um for those of you that haven't checked it out, you know, just a little plug for our company, you know, our, our, our mega dredge and motion dredge baits, check them out, mareagear.com. They're pretty much segmented swim baits. That's how we started our company, but then we evolved it into a dredge bait um, because we had a lot of guys asking about that, you know, the offshore guys. So naturally we listen to our customers feedback and that's kind of how it spawned out, so to speak. And we've got them in six different colors, local bait fish colors here in Florida, the Bahamas, the Caribbean. Um, but what's cool about our dredge baits is they look surreal. I mean, like identical. Our, our finishes are top of the line. You know, we, we'll put them against pretty much anything that's out there. Um, not only that, on our larger baits, um, we have um, kind of a proprietary process, so to speak. Um, where we use double Dyneema uh, mat in it, which is indestructible stuff. Dyneema is similar to Kevlar. Um, our first generation had a single strap. We didn't want to take any chances, so we just double, double um, weaved them in there and haven't looked back since. Um, gotten a ton of great feedback from guys, you know, fishing them over in the Bahamas for billfish, Costa Rica, Panama, uh, Dominican Republic, you name it, you know, they're, they're all over. And going back into um, the, the type of fish that you would want to target with these baits um, are, would be tuna and dolphin. Okay. That's, that's really what we're going to be talking about today. Um, so it's springtime, you know, we get a, a pretty big run of blackfin tuna this time of year. And then, you know, as the water temperature warms up a little bit more in the Bahamas, the, the yellowfin run is pretty hot and heavy. 
uh, a lot of guys chunk form over there. Although if they knew how effective these dredges are, um, they would probably be deploying more dredges now while even while they're chunking. Okay, maybe a slow troll um, with deploying uh, a single or a double stack if you can. That would that would change your game. Okay, just imagine. I mean, it's like dropping a bait ball behind the boat. Okay, and you're running 25 to 30 baits per tier. These are all small baits, you know, five to six inches long, and they really are matching the exact size of the bait that are in the area. So I'd probably run a Spanish sardine or a goggle eye um, or a mullet. I mean, any of those for mahi or tuna would would be deadly. I mean, like literally would be deadly. Um, I would run more baits. The more baits that you can run, the better, okay? Obviously, that's going to pr provide more vibration in the water. And the more vibration there is in the water, the more ruckus, more ruckus, more people, you know, kind of, or fish, should I say, coming over to investigate to see what the hell is going on, okay? Um, so, yeah, I would run a, a single, you know, if you, if you can, you know, obviously run a single, but if you can bump it up to a, a double or a triple, um, you know, obviously it go, goes up in price, but you're going to have more vibration with the, the more baits that you have deployed um, off of each side of the boat. So if you could do it off of just one side of the boat, I mean, run at least a double. Um, if you can't run a double, then maybe run at least a tier, you know, or a double stack off each corner of the boat another thing that's really important okay especially if you're on a center console um storage is always an issue so again that's why we try to utilize collapsible dredges okay they just make it easier for storage uh it's low maintenance they you know they pop in and out um you could rig them in literally less than a few minutes and no mess and they work i mean they they they, they, they work well. Um, when you're deploying a dredge, there's a, a lot of guys that uh, ask us at these shows, how far back do you deploy the dredge, Carlos? I mean, and I always look at them and I'm like, well, that's kind of a loaded question, man, to be honest. <laughs> it really depends, um, honestly, on what the conditions that you're fishing are dictating. So that's literally what's going to determine what you can do and where you're going to position your dredge. Okay. If it's flat calm conditions, you're going across to the Bahamas and you know, it's one to two, you can put the dredge 20, 25 feet behind the boat and it's, you could still see it run your trolling line with your lure, you know, 10 to 15 feet off the dredge. That's the one that's always going to get hit. So I mean, that's that's the ideal scenario when it gets snotty. And here in Florida, as you know, a lot of locals know, the weather changes quickly. Um, you might have to drop it back 70, 80 feet just just to be able to keep it down. And then another thing I recommend you guys is having several different leads on board dredge leads or weights. OK, because as the conditions change, you're going to have to adjust with the lead 
okay, and your speed. Uh, another thing that you need to take into consideration is the current speed. There's sometimes out here the Gulf Stream, our Gulf Stream current rips and it goes anywhere from two and a half all the way up to four, almost five knots. So you got to take that into consideration too. So have a couple different dredge weights on board because of those, you know, changes in conditions. That's going to keep you kind of fine-tuned and you're going to know. You're 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 going to know that your dredge isn't it's either too far down or it's coming up. You know, you want to keep it 10 to 10 to 15 feet below the surface just so you can see it. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, I think I covered a lot here for you guys. If if you are enjoying this and you're enjoying the podcast, um, please subscribe to this podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Um, you know, we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. God bless. And we'll see you on the next go round. See ya.